Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast, Two Girls Endless Stories. My name is Camila and Isabella. And today we have our special guest, my best friend, Sofiana. Hi guys, I can't believe I'm on this podcast with my two best friends. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. It is a pleasure to have you here. First of all, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm just stuck at home at the moment, like we all are. And yeah, I'm stuck at home, kind of just working on everything. That's good to hear. So, because we're in quarantine, how has it been going for you so far? Well, quarantine so far has been pretty tough because I don't have that physical contact with all the people that I usually hang out with on a normal day. Like school, I have contact. Then after school, I'll go to Girl Scouts, do physical activities, and we don't have that anymore. So it's been really hard to get used to a time where I'm at home having to have conversations with my family every day like I didn't used to ha- I used to not have. So it's kind of weird, but I'm getting used to it. That's really good to hear. And it's good to hear that you're getting used to it and also, you know, you're just like everybody else who's been having a really hard time with this quarantine. But I'm glad to hear that you are, you know, getting over and getting used to it. So, um, how are you communicating with your friends and family since, you know, we don't have that physical contact anymore? Yes, I've been trying to kind of communicate with my family and friends because it's super important that you still have that worthiness that you had when we were out and we were able to do what we used to be able to do. I'm not able to see my friends and family at the moment, but I do have calls and I do have many different things where I get to see, especially with my great aunt Linda. What we did for Mother's Day is we had a little lunch, but I got to stay outside and she got to stay inside, which I thought was really sweet. So it's kind of hard at the moment, but I am finding ways to communicate with friends and family as much as I can because it's super important that we stay connected. Yes, I agree. And that is so sweet of you to do that for your um, great aunt Linda. Um, that's actually really nice to hear that, you know, people are finding, diff- such as you, finding different ways to communicate with people and still have that um, interaction with each other. That's really, really nice. And it's really good that you're also being able to see her, being able to see her and at the same time keeping social distancing at least six feet. So you're being safe and at the same time you bring, uh, you're being really kind to your great aunt Linda. Yes, that's for sure. I'm really happy about that. So, because of quarantine, you know, people have been finding creative ways, you know, to pass the time, like reading books or doing arts and crafts. So, what have you been doing, you know, to keep busy during quarantine? Well, what I found myself during quarantine I've been doing is going out every day well almost every day with my dog and just running around in the backyard and i feel like my dog really enjoys that because i'm not putting a leash on her like going on a walk i'm letting her roam around and sniff out the area and have fun and as well as me running around and like having fun with her and seeing like the joy and pleasure on her face makes me really happy too because i rely on people for a source of happiness and i think we all do and right now it's harder to do that so I'm 
kind of getting my letting my dog have a source of happiness not being locked up all day because we're here and I'm getting a source of happiness too so I've been like taking out my dog dog to go outside and roam around so much and it, I think she enjoys it that sounds amazing because I know that it's proven that like um dogs and animals like you know your pets can really help bring up your mood and the same goes for them you know humans really bring up their mood so for you and coco your dog is amazing by the way i love your dog um but thank coco you, thank you. but coco for you and coco to have that bond into in him to be free i mean sorry her <laughs> i always got confused it's okay <laughs> but um for you and her to be connected and really build that bond and let you two be free that just really really like makes me happy and that's so like heartwarming to hear oh well thank you i try my best yes so now that we kind of we got into quarantine you know i don't really we don't really want to stay in that topic you know this entire podcast because obviously you want to go into more um in-depth questions and other topics so i know that um this is our eighth grade year for us it is our final year of middle school so before quarantine how has middle school or eighth grade or has been overall for you wow that's a great question so middle school overall has been i would say a great three years we have our ups and downs we all do but eighth grade itself has been really opening and eye-catching for me and I'm sad that I don't get to complete it but it's I've learned a lot and I learned how to manage time really well this year how to make sure that I'm living the last three the last year of middle school properly and I felt like it was it was going just fine until this started sadly but I was able to create new friendships keep the old um and like just opened my eyes to something that I never saw and I set big achievements for high school and I could see myself completing them slowly but surely so yeah I've I've for the past three years in middle school I would say I really overcome a huge thing in my personality because it formed me and it will continue to form me throughout the years of high school and college yes as much as I hated middle school for myself i know that for the both of us and for many other people it has um changed us and made us grow and make us the person who we are today so that's really really nice to hear so how do you feel have you grown since sixth grade being you know the newbies of middle school so from sixth grade i actually wasn't the best student i mean i kept friends and i made new friends but grade wise and doing schooling wise, I was not a good student. I didn't study, I didn't care. I was like, whatever. But then I realized how easy it is to get good grades. And I want everybody to kind of notice that because it's so easy. By putting just a little bit of effort, you could just get much better grades. And I realized that in seventh grade. Sadly, sixth grade wasn't the best year for my grades, but seventh grade, I was able to realize that just putting a step forward, not even a step, like a toe in the water, let's say, I was able to scoop myself up and be an honor roll. And I was so proud of myself that I got honor roll for the first marking period ever. And so I realized that sixth grade me wasn't the best me ever. And still, I'm not the best me ever. But I 
realized that I could do much more. And that's what I did. So sixth grade to eighth grade self, I would say I'm very proud of me, myself because I've grown so much school-wise, friendship-wise, home life-wise. It's just, I'm so proud of myself. That is amazing to hear um, that, you know, you worked so hard to get here. And I'm just over, I'm proud of you for, you know, growing so much. This really, really like makes me like happy. And I'm so proud of you. And I'm so proud that you are, you know, happy for yourself. That is really good. Self-love is amazing. And yeah, I don't, yeah, I'm, oh, sorry. Can, no, it's okay. It's good. Continue. Okay. I was going to say that I'm, I'm happy that you have this mentality that you have room to grow because you know a lot lot of people have that positive mentality of like growing and changing some people are stuck in their ways so for you for you saying that you know realizing that you have to grow and that you're going to continue growing even through high school and college is is refreshing to hear and it's very um positive for anyone who's listening to this episode yeah, I feel like it's super important that we realize who we were, who we are, and who we are going to be. Because the way I act, and the way you act, and the way others act, will reflect a light on your path to happiness, to succeed, to your future. In my future, I know that I want to have a kid, I want to be married, I want to live the life where I get to support my child to make the best of them. So I have to realize that me, by me doing the right thing, it's not always maybe others of people's opinions doing the right thing, but if I know that I'm going to get my source of happiness by doing it, I'm going to do it. And I feel like everybody needs to know that. Because if you're going to follow somebody else's rules, you have to follow them. Yes, you have to follow laws, but you also have to follow your heart and your heart is the most important thing because as much as we're humans on this earth you still have to figure out what you are what you are are you a different gender do you do you hate school do you like all these different things do you like soccer do you like football do you like blah 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 you have to figure out who you go up who you are going to be as a person before you could make anything happen so that's like that's what i would say the most important thing to do oh my god girls this is why i love you so much because you're so wise and you have such a positive outlook on life and you're right like your journey or your own personal journey is really really important to yourself and it should not be influenced by other people's opinion it should be what you want for yourself and what your goals that you want to achieve yes and that's a big thing so that's what i focus on and like i'm not a big meditation girl or yoga or stuff like that but it's all about your mindset and that's the guide to happiness there's nothing else to it people say by by doing things you'll find happiness by doing drugs you'll find happiness by drinking alcohol you'll find happiness but how do you find your happiness is it safe is it secure are you alone are you outside talking to people and that's that's what matters is how it's going to make you happy yes and i think i i really really like agree with your points there because 
you just gotta find out what makes you happy and you know not a lot of people during this age they find happiness in artificial ways like you said drugs and alcohol and i think yeah people you know tend to lose themselves in drugs and alcohol thinking that's it's the only way to make them happy but people like you you know just saying that you can find happiness wherever you are or whoever you're with is just again refreshing and is putting a whole different light into the world and society that we live in today so i want to first thank you for like saying this point of view because it's really important to me as a human being and it's and i'm pretty sure it's important to camila as well yes this is well, it's so thank, important thank you that means a lot to me because i try to be the human i'm supposed to be and that i want to be forever and by saying that it makes me really happy Yes, that is so, so, like, heartwarming. That is, like, really touches me. So, um, we have another question for you. Um, so, um, we know because we're friends with you that you, act, that you have dyslexia and you have been, you, you had dyslexia for most of your entire life. And um, we want to ask you, how have you overcome or maybe adapted with dyslexia through, like, school life? Or, like, do you still struggle with it to this day? So, dyslexia is a reoccurring thing in my personal life that's really hard. And it's not hard to talk about. I'm really open. And when I say I have dyslexia to people, are like, they're like, what? You have dyslexia? I didn't even realize. Like, you don't sound dyslexic. I'm like, it's not something that you see. It's not a personal trait. It's a reading disability it's a it's a writing disability and I will continue to have it for my whole life I will never be able to overcome of like this dyslexia but I will be able to strengthen my mindset I didn't know I had dyslexia until third grade um my teachers didn't believe me like my mom tried advocating for myself since I was really young and she signed me up for programs and our school didn't allow that. But then my mom's like, okay, it's time that we get personal testing done because I'm tired of it. And let me tell you, that year of third grade was extremely changing for me because I had to go through so many different testings. Hearing, because they thought it was a problem with my hearing, my eyesight, they thought it was a problem with my eyesight, and every different thing. So. It, dyslexia has... Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Technical difficulties here, here on, on the podcast. Hello? Oh, oh hello? Yeah, sorry, you kind of cut, cut it, it out. out. But that's okay. It, sorry, sorry about that. I have no clue what happened. So, like, dyslexia has been a reincoring thing for me, and it's been a little difficult. So, dyslexia, I've overcome, and I believe that I did overcome it. But I still have many difficulties. With online learning, especially today, where our society is, with the coronavirus and how it's affecting our school life, um, it's harder for me because I'm not good at typing, and I don't think I will ever be at good at typing so I have to do things that maybe 
other people as human beings don't do. Like when I type, I don't type. I use voice recordings and then the computer understands it and it types it in for me. That's a big thing that gets me through online schooling today. Uh, Same with reading, math, all this stuff that people thought was so hard. Like people think it's so hard already. It's harder for me. And I've been put in smaller classes. I've been seeing many different roads of disabilities that other people have. And I think to myself, how lucky I am to have a disability like this because I get to get extra help. But how unlucky other people are because they have other severe disabilities in their mindsets and they can't control it. Um... My personal goal when I get into high school is to get my IP away. Now, what an IEP is an independent, like, learning thing that helps you get placed into special placements if you need it. Like, with math, I get a calculator. With testing, I get extra time because I have a hard time reading and it takes me longer. So what I'll do is I'll try my best to take that time and to really read. But then I will be able to do it faster and faster. And I have to train myself to overcome stuff, but that takes time. And I understand that they want me to have this, but I don't feel like I'm the necessarily human that I'm supposed to be because everybody's like, you don't have dyslexia. But I'm like, yes, I do. And yes, it's a it's a thing and yes it makes me who I am today because as much as I'm a people say a great human being super kind super nice it's still a thing that is common with me and always will have it in my heart so that's really my problem with dyslexia and it's super difficult and I will always have that problem with dyslexia but it happens I'm not complaining and I have no problem expressing the, to my, the world about my disability, but it happens and I have to accept the fact that I have it. I think what you said is really good for people who also have dyslexia like you. And um, I really, really like appreciate everything you said because hearing you say you know you have this and saying how you know you had to overcome all these things but you became successful it's just amazing to hear to prove that people with disabilities can do things like other people can they might struggle but they can still prevail the same way that really touches me Sophiana thank you and it touches me too because I'm not gonna lie I don't have it the worst. I don't have an amputated leg where I can't get up and walk. I I could do things that other people could do. Just, I have a harder time with it. And people with a lot of other disabilities have a hard time. And people say, dyslexia is not a disability. Dyslexia is not a disability. When it really is. And that's what people have to keep in mind. That I struggle with it. And I will continue to struggle with it. But I have to take my path to continue to help myself if people judge me on stuff that I do because of it then like I'm sorry but that's who I am and they need to accept it so I'm glad a lot of people accept the fact that I have a disability and you know we as your friends 
We accept you for who you are, no matter if you had dyslexia or not. We love you for who you are. And, you know, the main purpose of this podcast is for people, you around Heistown or around other communities, to share their point of view and their personal stories. Because I think hearing a story like yours about someone who has dyslexia and, you know, goes through special classes, you know, goes through the judgments and the criticism... I think everyone in the world needs to hear this story and I think everyone needs to understand that we all struggle with our own personal life struggles and we're all going on our own race. And you might think that you have it harder but there's people who might have it even more harder than you do. So I really appreciate the story that you have been giving us because it not only gives us and the viewers insight onto how dyslexia is changing your life. But it also gives us an insight into your story, and that's and I'm gonna say this, Sofiana, your story is impacting my life in a positive way, and I'm pretty sure it's gonna impact everyone else who listens to this episode. Thank you. That means a lot, and like it happens, and I was happened to be born with it, and it is what it is. But we all learn how to adapt, whether it's you moving you having a personal problem or others having a problem with you we all learn how to adapt and we all learn how to change too so it's a big thing and it is what it is and it happens and I have to learn and I have to still change myself to adapt to my dyslexia yes that is like really like what Isabella said this will really like touch the hearts of our viewers and that you get to obviously our name is two girls endless stories and this is one of the stories that would definitely prevail and really touch on people's hearts so um kind of steering away from the dyslexia um i know that you told me and i know that um other uh, all of our other friends know that you have been um tease sometimes and sometimes you get a lot of negative comments whether that be on your appearance or your dyslexia so how do you say positive and you know have a positive outlook on it because I know even though you get those comments you still um are really positive and that doesn't bring you down so personally negative comments will have me thinking and will have me doubting myself but will turn myself around. I have to look at the negative comments as if they are balloons and I'm able to pop the balloons. Um, and I'm able to get them away from me. I don't need to listen to them. And like your other podcast, you guys were talking about social media. Social media can tend to have and spread lots of negative things. I don't like social media and that's a big platform where hate is spread i've gotten called mean names i've gotten called things that should never be sent said to a human being especially me especially people that are struggling with suicide and like mental illness and i'm lucky that i don't have that but other people are and by i by me receiving hate it disappoints me and upsets me because I know that I'm not the only one receiving hate and by me staying away from all this social media and all this negativity I just walk away and I I think to myself like hey maybe I was doing something wrong but 
you have no right to say a bad word to me. You have no right to call me like a rude word. You have no right to do that. And maybe I need to change something about me and maybe that's right, but it shouldn't be given in any negativity. It should be always given in positivity. And yes, we get angry and yes, we get mad, but it shouldn't be shown and spread light through negativity. It's terrible, it's disgusting, and it shouldn't even exist. And I'm sad to say that I have gotten hate and I have people that come to me that have gotten hate and don't know what to do. And you know what I say? I say sign off, go to sleep, take a break. Don't hang out with a person anymore. You know why? Because that is negatively influencing people. Maybe you'll change to be a hater one day. Maybe you'll change to spread negativity in the wrong way and you won't even see it. That's all reflecting on our friendships. That's all reflecting on the way we act and what we do. So it's important to remember what you do, what you're doing. And I know I'm constantly doing the right thing for me and for others. I get recognized in it. That's how I know. And people are like, I don't get recognized for my kindness. I don't get recognized for doing stuff. And I'm like, neither did I. Until I tried a little harder. And you don't have to get recognized. This is, I, I'm going to have a award ceremony tonight, which I'm super excited about. But people don't always get recognized. I didn't get recognized when I was in elementary school, but I'm lucky. to now get recognized in middle school. But maybe next year I won't get recognized. It's not always about recognition, recognition. It's about what you're doing that's right and how you're taking what people give you and using it in the right way. Are people giving you hate and you're using that hate to go off of, to go give other hate? Or are you using that hate to be a better person? Yes. I... Ignore the hate. That's what I say. Yes. Preach to that. That's amazing. And I totally agree with that. You know, don't listen to the haters and, you know, just live on with your own life because in the end, it's your life. It's not the haters' life. And, you know, what you just said about, you know, leaving social media and, you know, looking after yourself is really inspiring. Yes, that is really, really... Thank you. That's really sweet. I, I really appreciate that. That is really, really good to hear because um, I know from somebody who has received hate that, you know, sometimes it can bring you down, but you have to, you know, in the end, you have to remember that it's your life and you get to decide what you do. You can't let other negative influence, you know, affect it. So um, saying we're going to go away from the negative. So um, I know you talked about your accomplishments, So, but what do you think is your biggest accomplishment you've had so far? in like in your entire life or maybe you could just in a specific topic well that's really hard to say because i look at the world in a positive perspective so i see a lot of things that are happening that i think positively about but my biggest achievement so far in my lifetime i would say and maybe people don't think this is is from my dyslexia and from the problems that I have with reading and writing, I was able this year to get out of a smaller class for LA, social studies, and all the classes that I had. And I'm really proud of myself because I never thought that would happen. I never saw that coming. And then I heard of it and I'm like, you're kidding, I did it. I accomplished something that I never thought I would accomplish. And that opened my mind to step 
more goals for myself. And yes, some are out of the way and out of my league that will probably never be accomplished. But that would be my biggest goal so far today. And I have goals set for the next four years. And it's like, you're planning your life already? I'm planning my goals. I'm planning what I should be done and what should happen. So I'm really proud of myself and that that's, I would say, one of my biggest achievements today. Yes, that is so, so amazing to hear. And I'm like personally proud of you for um, being to, able to achieve that and just say that anybody can achieve anything they want. That is this, you really, just like overall, just talking to you really just enlightened me and Isabella because you just have such a positive outlook on life which gets to our final question of this um podcast interview what is your advice to someone who wants to have a positive outlook on life wow i never really thought of that because the people that i hang around with act almost the same as me which you guys have extremely positive outlook on life and yes we're all filled with negative but that happens sometimes Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, um, if you want to have a positive outlook on life, take the small things, like, let's say, a sunset. We're very lucky to live where we are and see the sunset every day. Other people are not. Other people go to bed in a place where they can't even see sunset. Where they can't see sunset. Can you hear me, guys? Yeah, you sound fine. Okay. They can't see sunset. They can't see And I'm lucky. I'm lucky. Oh, Sophiana, we can't hear you. Okay, can you hear me now? Yes. yes. Sorry. So I'm really lucky to, um, to like see we're lucky to see the sunset other people in areas where they might be going through war other areas where they might be going through different stuff and you don't know other people's lives so you can't assume but we're lucky and that's what i say point out the small things that you have a keyboard let's say you have a keyboard that's on the edge of breaking be grateful that you have a keyboard and yes you might want another one but think about it. Use that until that's broken. Use that until you can never use it again. Use the things that you have given to you. Because if I didn't know this motto, I wouldn't be following the right path to happiness in my eyes. I, when I go outside with my dog, I look up to the sky and I'm like, I'm so lucky to be be able to breathe in clean air, be able to go outside on my land and run around. Other people live in apartments or or areas where they can't even go outside. I'm lucky to be able to have freedom and have be able to have a phone or have social media and be able to like live up my life. And that's what I really have to say. That's where you find your happiness is where you find the little things that might brighten your day, your day, not other people's day. And yes, once you find the things that brighten your day, you will be able to help others the most. And that's the key. That's the key that I see. Other people might not feel that way, but I think me 
being able to stand on my floors with a roof over my head, that's a huge thing to me. But when I go and I sit down and eat dinner with my family, I think about I'm so lucky to be able to taste this chicken with seasoning on it. I'm so lucky to have a family that cares for me, that accepts who I am and what they give to me. That's the source of happiness everybody, I believe, needs. Because if you're able to find the happiness in any little thing ever, then you'll be happy for the rest of your life. And I'm not happy all the time because maybe I jam my toe in the door. But I'm able to think about what I did and change it to avoid stuff from happening again. So find out little sources of happiness that brighten your day. Like maybe having a face mask because we're in this time, having materials to make a face mask or buy one. You're very lucky to be able to do that. We're lucky that to be able to do that. So I'm grateful and I'm really happy. That's who and what you need to do, I believe, to be happy at all times. Yes, thank you for that. And also thank you for um, coming here and sharing your stories. This has probably been our most personal and touching episode we've had on this podcast. Your stories and your words that would definitely be remembered in the viewers, in us, um, because you literally are so wise, so loving, and so caring. And this was really touching. I'm so glad you came here and decided to share your stories and share um, all your slice of life that you have. This was amazing. Thank you so, so much for being on here. Well, thank you for having me. It's an honor to be broadcasted and where I'm able to hear myself over and over again and to be with you guys and have such a humble life, especially with friends like you. So thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. I'm always available if you ever need me. So keep me updated. I'm really happy to be on this podcast. Thank you. That really touches both of our hearts. Yes. And thank you again for being on here. So um, this is the end of the podcast. And, you know, we had a really insightful and enlightening interview with Sofiana and me and Gamil are both really grateful to have her here because it's so touching. And I think her message about happiness, positivity, and just getting through life is very inspiring. And I think all of you should definitely take away this message that she has given us. Like, she is so wise, as Gamila has said, that we should definitely should take this episode and use it for our entire life. So that wraps up our episode. Make sure you guys um, follow us here on Spotify and Anchor. And make sure to follow our Instagram, Two Girls Endless Stories, No Punctuation, in all lowercase. And that's it. Bye. Bye, guys. See you next week.